Hi there. I'm Hannah Nodinet, the Channel Business Podcast host. And as you can see, I am out here in the woods. And why I'm here is something that I want to share with you now. The Channel Business Podcast that I'm hosting is all about sharing ideas, business tips and insights for leaders, future business owners and every person who wants to develop your own ideas and thoughts and practicalities, the methods to take businesses and your leadership skills forward. But what is special about being here up in the woods is that Channel Business Podcast is taking part to Superwood Festival, which is all about Northern Oddity. It's all about combining different arts, music, industries, businesses, people from different backgrounds and different interests together to make new critical thoughts, ideas and innovations forward and just to have fun and relax. So I was truly excited when Paula Suhonen, the person behind the brand called Ivana Helsinki and the organizer of Superwood Festival asked me to join with my podcast, Channel Business Podcast, to be part of the Superwood Festival in year 2022. So what we did there at the Superwood Festival in the woods and with the Northern Oddity and the Scandinavian Design Studio was that we are diving in to business topics with Finnish entrepreneurs from different industries. What's so interesting um, about Finnish education that we were in Finnish school, it wasn't that that, that big thing. Well, so uh, it's like, <laughs> why would DreamWorks Animation ever contact a small company from Finland yeah. and want to do a cooperation? But why not? You will get to hear some business tips, insights, lessons learned, and I hope that some new ideas, how to take your business forward or how to take your leadership forward. So let's dive into the woods and see what the episodes will give to you. Hey, Sari. Hey. <laughs> warmly welcome you to the Channel Business Podcast with Hanne to talk about what is essential in business and how to take it forward. I'm truly, truly happy to have you here. One of the Finnish female entrepreneurs after another, and now a woman who does business all over the world from Finland. But I want to start with something so that audience knows who we're talking to. By your own words, who is Sari Hurme Mehtälä? <laughs> That's uh, funny because I have so long last name that every every time I'm in the out uh, out from Finland, yeah. I always say like, just call me Sari. The last name is too hard to pronounce. <laughs> so I truly I am Sari, uh, short and sweet in a way. Um, I'm a mother of two young kids. I kind of feel like I always have to say that uh, because that has kind of raised me as well. At the same time, I'm raising my kids, and then um, I'm also female entrepreneur I also want maybe to that's one of the reasons why we yeah why, why we are today. mothers are always mentioning yes that. Yeah. Um, and then um, previously I was working for marketing and sales positions in big companies then I had these two lovely babies and felt like I really want to do something more meaningful mm. and then I found my two other female co-founders uh, and then kind of 
I always had the feeling that I want to do something meaningful. I maybe want to start a company, but I didn't have my own innovation that mm -hmm. I was feeling that I should kind of pursue. And then when I heard what Jenny and Aino was doing, I was like, sold, I want in. And then we started the company, which maybe I'm going to tell more later. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you do, because yeah. that, that is something that I'm, I'm truly very passionate about. And, and it brings so many same kind of values what we have together. So I, I truly want to talk about hey, that. One more thing, what, yeah. I'm, what I am also, because um, I actually was supposed to become an artist when I was oh, in high school. What kind of artist? Uh, well, I went and applied for Alta University for the TAIK, which okay. is like Taidettelinen Korkeakoulu, okay. like, like art. art part for All the right. Alta University. Uh, I almost got in, but when I didn't, I then just changed everything and went for the business and advertising okay. and stuff. But nowadays I do also abstract art, which I love like to be here. paintings in this. and yes. such? Abstract art paintings wow. with acrylics and everything. So that's also really close to my heart. And that's why I also love the startup life, everything what we do, because it's kind of really innovative and creative what we try to teach for the children as well. And that's a big part of my... That's a big part of you. Yeah. I like that. I like that. The different aspects of the life and like different industries, yeah. different businesses comes together. But what made you, besides meeting these two other co-founders, um, what really is the thing why you are in the education and technology business? Um, what is there the, the thing that excites you and makes you Yeah, I think like forward? I didn't choose the edtech or uh, education mm. technology business. It's It kind of came as an automatic right. thing after, af yeah, after I met Jenny and Aino. So it was more like I was actually, uh, I was working for Samsung, uh, mm -hmm. for the big IT company there as a marketing manager. And we were the biggest sponsor in Slush event, which is the big startup event, also known internationally. And when we were there as a main organizer there, and I kind of saw all those mm -hmm. amazing innovations, what the other startup founders were doing. Right. There I had the spark that I would really love to be a startup entrepreneur. You want to do something like that? Yeah. yeah. And I felt like exactly like 10 years before, it was not a cool thing to be a startup entrepreneur. It was like, that's like the only thing, if you don't success in life, then you would start a company. That was the bias maybe yeah. before. Yeah, exactly. And my mom and dad don't have, they have never been entrepreneurs or mm. anything like that. So it wasn't in our family. But then when I met these uh, two amazing ladies, researcher and uh, uh, teacher, they had the idea of this new educational mm. innovation. And that was then like, oh my God, something for the kids, something for the future generation. And, and I something felt, meaningful. Yeah, something meaningful. So I really feel right. like the, if we want to change the world, it has to happen through education. So, well, tell us, how do you help in Kide Science, which is the company that you co-founded together and, and you are the CEO, how does it help kids and, and the early education professionals? Yeah, it's actually, I think it's easier to explain how it kind of started, why we even started that was mm. that Jenny was a chemistry and the researcher, chemistry and math teacher for teenager. And then she was starting to think like, well, the girls are not interested about science that much. They mm -hmm. always feel like, yeah, it's for the boys or something, or they were, they felt it's too complicated. And they were so they were not so excited. So we need more females also for technology fields and um, that's so then she tried to find out how to get the excitement for also for girls, but everybody to pursue more that they are excited about science from and, the earlyhood. Yes. Oh, and it right. was quite clear that 
you have to start earlier than the teenage years. So then she realized that, okay, we have to do already something in the early years mm. when the children's identity is built and their motivation to learn and what they think that they are capable of, what they want to do in life. And they are also at that age, if you have young kids, you know, they ask mm. like 100 questions per right. day. Yeah. So they are naturally they so curious. Yes. And, and curious. Yes. yes, they are super curious. So yeah. if there would be a two year old here, they would maybe spill the class and think yeah. and see what, what happens. happens. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of they try to find out how the world around them functions. Mm. So through Kita Science, we then f uh, try to understand how to teach the children and how to uh, do activities with children that they are excited to learn and they can do the problem solving themselves that it doesn't come that the teacher or parent says that do this and this mm -hmm. and then they follow and then it's done. It's more like uh, that experience we, based. Yeah, it's somehow. kind of like um, flipped learning in a way uh -huh. that the children are actually doing everything and then they, they create the aha moments. which Because is they more, understand how they understand, and yeah. they figure it out. Exactly. So we right. just give them a setup uh, and it's like we have the technology platform for teachers and parents so they get access to all the resources mm. that they can then do the setup at home in kitchen mm -hmm. or in the classroom and then the children do hands-on problem solving and learn by doing and then they like figure that. out how to help for example characters in our stories and they are the innovators they are the problem solvers which is then more meaningful for them as well of course because when you get your hands on something of course it teaches you much better i would think yeah. and i think there's lots of resources also that yes whoever adults or kids learn it much better that way yeah and then it, it stays there and you maybe figure out the different options. Definitely. But, but that's the whole idea with Gide Science, putting the education and technology together yep. and to go forward. And innovations and yeah. creativity, exactly like the art part mm. and the creativity. I think there are m many science or STEM technology companies who are like uh, teaching robotics or coding and yeah. those type of things but they are not using usually the creative part or the art part and that's the one that that's differentiates the, yeah. you from yes. the others right? and we start always from the stories and imagination well it's like think beyond what you already know is only through imagination if you Correct. just if yeah. you just teach facts for the kids you could google them easily and then exactly. they are easily yeah. forgotten so Correct. we try to build yeah. the skills and the creative learning I like that because nowadays the kids, they, they've grown basically with the iPhone or something in mm -hmm. their hands or a tablet and whatever you can Google there, that's what you can learn. Yeah. But to take kids out of that to actually do something with their hands or yeah. with the technology there aside yeah. is the thing. And how has, it, how has it gone with you? I know that, as we mentioned, you're global yeah. already. You work in 30 different countries. I checked that and yeah. I think that's within the time frame that you work, I think it's huge and especially for a Finnish company and for a Finnish female-led company. How did you do that? What gave you the big idea to conquer the world? Uh, it was kind of an accident. Actually. Okay, tell more. <laughs> I want to hear the story uh, behind the accident. It's that um, when Jenny uh, did the research, and it was also uh, all around news in Finland, we had the TV show actually, Pikku mm. Kakkonen in Finnish TV show. And then there are a lot of um, teachers and schools who actually visit Finland to understand why the Finnish education system is so, is so, so good. good. Yes. 
so we had the Finnish education brand there, and then we had a new this innovation that was research-based. Yeah. We had a TV show. We actually did also a book series with mm. Oppia Ilo from yeah. the Sanoma company. So there was uh, something that was uh, interesting, and maybe by Google or with those visits, somehow the word spread, and those when we started, we actually started first in Malaysia, okay. uh, then in Thailand, uh, suddenly we were in China, then we were in Latin America and all those different countries which... So like really, really far away from where we are yes. at the moment in Helsinki, Finland. Exactly, but when we didn't have then, when we started the company, we didn't have the technology platform, uh -huh. which was kind of then... Uh, my job as a business person to try to understand how can we scale this internationally without that we actually fly to Malaysia, fly exactly. to other side yeah. of the world to train the teachers because it started in a way that we trained the teachers face to face okay. and let them kind of all the, um, like the, the knowledge. Old way. Yes, yeah. the old way that yeah. trained the teachers and then they would do the activities mm -hmm. with children. And then it was like, well, this we have to scale uh, Jenny and Aino and those exactly. other female founders um, or clone them. So um, you didn't they, find a way to clone them. So yes, so then that the wasn't technology. the innovation. So yeah. we actually just then uh, developed the platform and made the teacher training there available and then all the resources. And then after that, it has been a little bit like trying to find out uh, all the time the best channels mm -hmm. and best scalabilities. But even though we are in 30 countries, it doesn't mean like we make millions of uh, revenue. It's actually that. Not yet. Not yet. Mm -hmm. We uh, wanted to start with the way that you can, as a, uh, even though you don't have even money uh, or you are not mm -hmm. from the rich company that, or country or as a rich parent that you can also use our platform for free so we have this kind of a freemium so it's model accessible yes for very many people yes so anybody could come to our website and start the freemium when you can get the like the basics okay of our solution for free and then if you need all the features everything you want then you would subscribe to a monthly or yearly plan so is that one of the reasons why you've gone global so fast I think so. And then I think any startup uh, who usually, and when I'm talking about startup, I mm. mean uh, not like a flower store you would build. Uh, mm. It's like a startup when you are usually also um, raising money from a venture capitalist yeah. and those that you are expected to be the next big unicorn and mm. get the 100 million revenue. It's usually that you grow with the investment money first. So then it's like we started immediately when we started the company, we started to raise money as well. So, so you took the capital outside yes, of we your own took, pockets. Exactly. Right. So it didn't, uh, we didn't build it for the revenue, which mm. would be, of course, kind of more healthier way in a way. But we also felt like to get the bigger impact, we need mm. money to scale that fast. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, that's kind of like the startup well, way. Uh, um, I have to ask this at, at this, this point, because you are three women mm. who founded and you three women still lead the company. And what I faced is that, the, and what we had in the previous discussions here, that the, it's hard for women to raise the capital in order to grow the company anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. That's what I've heard and, and learned. Yep. How did you do that? And there's the thing, I, I just read from somewhere that you raised three point something millions just now. So congratulations for that one. Thank That's you. a big thing. But <laughs> but how do you do that? And and was it equal for all one of you that you had this idea that yes, we are going with this path? Yeah, it was when we started the company, we decided that 
we did it. We actually made a decision that mm. we won't uh, found the company uh, as a business like LTD uh, mm. before we get the money. So elsewhere, yeah, mm. and we got the Reactor Ventures from Finland, the big IT company, mm. as our first investor. So then we actually found the company when we got the investment. So that was really clear in our way that we wouldn't put like tens of thousands our own money to try mm. to build it first. That we, which is the usual way, yeah. especially for women. It right? is, and I like of course that. I, of course we, I worked also with my six mm. six month baby, <laughs> uh, <laughs> trying to raise the money like without any salary or something. Of yeah. course, the, before we then got the money, we did it kind of for free, but we didn't I put see, like yeah. thousands of euros our own money. Uh -huh. So that was said in the beginning um, that we wanted to be the uh, venture capital uh, startup unicorn type yeah. of a company. Um, and then the money raising, actually it was just, I was in Norway, in uh, Nor Norwegian Oslo Innovation Week, and they said that 0.7 of the investment money goes to women. percentage mm. goes to female founders in the Nordics. Correct. Uh, yeah. So, and there are more Vesa called guys in Finland than, for example, female leaders yeah. in t total and those. So it's really, really small uh, amount that female founders uh, get the money. It is. Yeah. Um, but uh, of course, I don't know, would we have, would it be easier for us if we would be male? Founders, Who you knows? never kind yeah, of you, you know, know that, you know. Yeah, uh, and know we that. have been rejected like I don't know how many times. So we have received all the time no's, but that's kind of the basic when you are raising the money. Mm. It's like either the investor, it's like you are not in part of their investment thesis, exactly, or yeah. they don't invest in edtech or education, and that's also something that when we started to raise money in Finland, every Finnish investor were like, "Well, what's different and what's so important?" What's so interesting uh, about Finnish education that we were in Finnish school, it wasn't that yeah. that big thing. Well, that's so, the yeah. yeah. But so then we actually went uh, to outside of the Finland. So we then went to the edtech VCs and investors who actually know how the edtech and education world mm. uh, works. And after pandemic, it's now more trendier than ever that oh, it is. that yeah. investors also want to um, invest in edtech companies and impact companies. So. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So you just made the decision altogether, and then just went. Yeah, went and exactly. And that. And that was that's a big thing for women. Yeah, it is. And I think that at least what Jenny and I know as a researcher and teacher mm. said that they needed the business person, also the also yeah. the person who knows what revenue means, yeah. <laughs> what profit to sell means, and market and all yeah. that. Yeah, and also like I think the fundraising part is also all the time. It's marketing. How, it is how yeah. you talk about your company and how you and convince yourself. the other yeah. one mm. to invest in your company. And at the beginning, I felt also, or I feel that actually the investors are investing to you as a founder. We actually pitched totally different company or product for investors. And they mm. said, we will give you the money, but not for that idea, because we were actually trying to build an app yeah. for uh, like a, a home lab app okay. type of a thing. And then they said like, well, you have this totally different kind of really hands-on learning type of a thing that try to scale that first and we will give money for that. Because okay. they also know that it would take a lot of money to in build the uh, platform and yeah. we did that. Um, the latest platform was developed like last year. So okay. it's like we, we validated everything. Uh, with these teacher trainings face to face and stuff and then built the platform when we knew what to do, what to build wow that, that's re that's really good and it, um, i i love that that you've taken the hard path 
and you went and to towards to aim what you had yeah and and received the goal but I also know um, what I would also like you to share with the audience is that you've gone through many many different competitions and you've won so many different awards what is all of that what what is that about and and why did you choose to go and apply for such things um, and you just came from New York yeah and you succeeded there but but what is behind yeah, I, I don't think very many people understand that. Yeah, and it's like actually when I think I just calculated we have been uh, winning <laughs> maybe more than 30 different awards. 30? Uh, 30. So it's like throughout Three the 40 zero. years. Yes, so not that wow. we have always had the first place, but like we were being like finalists or we have been chosen as the top three or top five or something. That's a big thing. It is. and. Some people wow. then feel like, okay, so what do you get? You don't usually actually don't get any money. Like mm. we have maybe got received like 10,000 euros in total from all those awards. Mm -hmm. So you don't do that for money. Yeah. But we have actually seen that it helps for our team to mm -hmm. also get the validation that someone else also believes, that in believes you. you that you right. have something there. Um, investors are not that into the awards. They don't think okay. you have to show the business. You have yeah. to show the business case and all that and the team building. But um, well, if you have awards, it's a nice thing. But mm -hmm. then every time you are pitching and doing in those competitions, you get also publicity, you get PR. Usually somebody writes about you that these mm. are the top five winners or whatever. Like, for example, I was now in New York. We were. We, or we won first the early childhood education track and then we were the top five finalists, like yeah. one of the winners. So we were then interviewed to many different uh, publicity and media articles as a winner. So, so it then, spreads the yes, word. It spreads the word. And for example, we uh, started a cooperation now with DreamWorks Animation and mm. they contacted us. We first thought it's a scam or a spam, like why they would even contact us. Wow. We didn't answer to their first email. Really? Yes. So uh, it's like, <laughs> why would DreamWorks Animation ever contact a small company from Finland and yeah. want to do a cooperation? But why not? Oh, well, why not? <laughs> yes, of course, you could think now. Yeah. But they said that they kind of found us from one of the like top 10 tech companies to follow in 2022. So it's like somebody always, so exactly, yeah. talk always every mm. time you have a chance talk about your company to different people because yeah. you never know who you made exactly right. and make the risk to put you out there mm. and um, talk about it and then it might give you another introduction to somebody else even if you don't win I like that so just go for it and and yeah. even though that you don't win the the money but it gives you so much yeah other things Definitely. and that's the thing that why you have should yeah. go through that and also I think like of course like if you now go back to four years back mm. and see how we talked about even our company or how we pitched us it's totally different and we have learned so much so it's also like also when you are fundraising mm. just talk 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 and you will learn every time something new from it even though you wouldn't get the funding or you wouldn't exactly. win the award exactly you so would, you build up yeah different things your company and the behaviors and and the ways that you act and yep. and do the business but also the pitching and, yeah, and <laughs> next, yourself next as a leader you are always a little mm. bit more confident about yep. doing it so it's all about the practice and just yes, go for it exactly cool <laughs> but um why is it for us adults and parents and teachers and education professionals and all of us in any level to What's the important thing to understand these engaging parts 
of the technology and the experiment. Uh, is it like why the engagement is so big yes, part of it? Yeah, yeah. Um, why, why is so important? What do you think? Uh, I think it's just no matter if we are kids or adults. If you think about that, you were in a school, for example, and you ha- you were in part of a lecture either in the university mm. or in the school and somebody was giving a presentation or a lecture, if it wasn't engaging for you, mm. it was like from other year to the other part. So if you don't create the excitement, uh, usually you then even don't, mm. fo- you forget what you were actually even doing about. So to get the passion and motivation to be excited about something, it also then makes you actually want to learn about it. It gives you bigger memory about mm. the things that you were engaged about something or excited. Of course, you would want to have that feeling again. So it's like, okay, let's learn a new thing. And if you think about like the first things uh, when you were a kid, what were the first thing you, for example, learned to do a spin wheel or whatever? Mm. Like, it's like those kind of a moments live for the forever. Exactly. So yeah, those, they give the encouragement. Exactly. Right. When you actually learn to do something, even learn to bike or yeah. something, it's like when you learn that yourself, you are capable of doing it. It's much more powerful than just hearing what somebody says and then trying to repeat what they just said. And is that one of the reasons and the things that the world has has known you and, and get to know you through the different medias and awards and victories and also because of the other, like you told, different people and education professionals came to Finland to to study the system here and then they got to know you and that's how you went forward. But is that one of the things why they did it and they you have spread because you engaged the also the teachers but also the kids? Yeah, I think in general we talk about like we are doing playful inquiry or mm. playful learning. Uh, and you mentioned something about the stories. Exactly. Yeah. So the differentiation, there are science education programs mm. around the world, but usually they are teaching like let's let's watch a video about how do trees grow. So it starts from the facts, it starts right. from the real and life. And not from the excitement or yes, experiment. Or from the imagination. So we are kind of giving the information for the children. They might then do some hands-on mm-hmm. experimenting afterwards yeah uh, but it's like it never starts from the imagination part that the children can start to think outside of the box I see and that's a that's quite common in Finland that we do a lot of playful learning in early childhood education for example okay uh, or we go to the woods and we experiment from there and try to think about what can we build with sticks or yeah. something so that type of thing is quite natural in Finland But, but not, not elsewhere. Not elsewhere. You, I see. I have seen so awful situations mm. in kindergarten where there are like three-year-old children, like 30 of them, and sitting on the, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> in the stool. Like, it looks like they are in a school. Really? A teacher says something, do something, and they have to do it. Like, everybody exactly is like doing that. the same. They're like robots okay. in a way. Oh. And that's something, like, we try to change the world, that the teachers also get the confidence that through playful inquiry and playful learning it actually is meaningful and you get better outcomes compared to the ones that you put the pressure for the young kids and then you test them what did they learn and then they just talk like role they just repeat the things whatever the teacher has said exactly so it's not long lasting but to actually make that through to the teachers and Mm. principals and it might be even that especially for example in Asia that the teachers want to do more playful learning 
but then the parents are pressuring them or the mm. principal is pressuring them that you are you don't know then what they actually learn you have to put them in a test you mm. have to pressure them and rank them and right. those type of things so it's total new thing that people think they should do but they don't know how to do it and that's kind of like why they then come to Finland uh, to understand mm-hmm. like how to actually do it and then in our case we have really um, detailed resources for the teachers to help their work that they actually can start doing it so it's easy for the uh, let's teachers. say outside world of the Finland yes the, and those teachers who have gone through the the old what we call here the yeah. old system and not so experimental yeah for them to try the experimental system exactly so. and actually uh, even like i was in the new york last week and mm. the teachers get the type of curriculum yeah so like opetussuunnitelma so the, they get the curriculum like top level thing that they need mm. to teach this and this for the young kids but right. they don't get the lesson plans so then they have to create their oh. own lesson plans for it and usually you have to do it at the same time you are teaching the kids so you don't you have all the time the pressure of doing mm. better job but you don't have actually time for doing it so then we would help with uh, the teachers with getting them ready high quality materials that they just follow and they know that it's good for the children that so you kind of give the curriculum yeah or the lesson in plans, a way, for, lesson the plans for them yeah. yes and then they can be um, kind of they get the self confidence that they can also teach even science even though they have zero background from science and that's something that even in Finland we see that it's really motivating for the teachers early years teachers in mm. Finland they have zero science background they don't maybe even know that they are teaching sometimes science in early childhood education uh, so they feel the self or the lack of the confidence yeah. how to teach that because they don't know nothing about and, science. and no one can know everything yeah right? exactly so but that's not the idea that you don't teach the science facts you yeah. teach and you just try the out. methodology yeah behind, right? and you just try it and play with the kids That's kind of like, and we try to get that for the teachers and parents. So it's fun, it's enjoyable, experimental. Yeah, you don't have to teach the knowledge. Yeah. You don't have to know what's the science explanation behind Or what this. comes out of yeah. it, right. So if a um, young child asks you how do rainbows form, you don't have to Google it and tell exactly how do rainbows yeah. form. I'm not sure, do I even know how to do it like <laughs> or explain it? Yeah. It's just like, okay, let's try to find out. So uh, let's put a flashlight here and see yeah, what happens. I, yeah, what yeah. happens? Actually, the rainbow comes here. So maybe it's something, yeah. is it that do we always need water or is it just the reflection yeah. or something else? So And then you just go and wander yeah. together. And that's the engaging part yeah. with the teachers and the kids. You don't have to tell them the chemistry table or something like from the Google what happens. Yeah. And usually we are like, oh, ask that, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or ask someone else, I don't know. And then you just forget it. But it's more important. Yeah. Like, what do you think should we explore and try together? And that's how the new innovations work. Well, that's how it comes. You know, that's yeah. how we got electricity back yeah. in the days, right? Yeah. And sometimes it's actually that somebody tried something and it went totally wrong way. And that's a new innovation. That exactly. They, they actually figured out something that they weren't originally even. Along the way. Yeah. 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 Correct. I, I think that's that's fascinating. But... But? But? <laughs> why do you want to change the world of education and technology? Why is there, you mentioned about the kids and, and putting things forward. But yeah, and I think it, it comes every time I go to a new country or a new place. Mm. Uh, it's more evident and evident that we really need to change the world through education. That we get the next generation. I. I kind of feel like our generation is kind of ruined already, but from the next generation might actually kind of change 
the world and they might actually solve our biggest climate problems or those type mm. of things and how to teach them already in their early childhood kind of the skills and the mindset that they can do the change not to put them into a just like yeah learn it you're not worth it and we yeah. cannot change anything and i hope that we get better leaders also in the world that when we kind of teach how to act from the childhood and build the identity and have less those type of people we have in, had in the US, the Trump and stuff who think that there's no climate change and <laughs> not going to the politics, yes. but just the ways of acting and behaving and, and exactly. what, what and it evolves to different thinking yeah. skills. Exactly. Like if there is uh, somebody saying something, is it true or not? Should I actually yeah. figure should, it out should myself? Should you question that? Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. So um, you kind of came to, or oh, we crossed paths. This is my next question that I want to ask you about. The being the leader and, and being in the education and technology field, what to, can we all learn from your perspective and from your experiences? What we can take from your business to any other business that there is? I think it's exactly like what we even try to teach for the kids. Mm. You have to just try out and learn the kind of your way. Of course, mm. you can get the inspiration and I feel like my my best mentors are just talking to other founders and other companies, even from, from different other industries, different industries yeah. everything. Uh, it's like um, to learn from others, but then at the same time, you have to try it yourself. Nobody can mm. give you. We have like, I think like 20 different investors and advisors who I ask advice and they might say totally different things. It's exactly like you get the input and you get the advice, mm. but then really you have to try it. And the smaller you can try the small things, it's not then that big risk if that fails in a way. Yeah. Uh, so if you can try out small things that, okay, let's see even with advertising, if this works and then if somebody actually wants to pay for it or use it, then let's build it. So okay. you kind of try out different things, what works, what resonates, and so be more brave to try out exactly different things. Right. yeah and i think that has been in our team really really effective that people also they don't ask my permission to do something all the time so it's like there's a not I, building the authority yes, also it's really yeah. like i, I want to give the feeling for the team as well that i don't know all the answers mm. i have hired you here to do your job in yeah. a way that you are much more smart in this than i am and so, that's how the puzzle goes. Exactly. It so, needs all the different pieces. Yeah. Right. So they can try out the things. And of course, if you need bigger decisions, I'm happy to do that and take the blame mm. them if that fails. But yeah. uh, otherwise, you have or to try Or it doesn't go out. according to the plan. Yes. <laughs> so try out uh, no matter what industry are you in. or And also as a leader, I hope that we get more leaders who just don't say that you have to do it this like way. this. Right. It's more like you you figure it out and mm. let's try this and then come back and let's see should let's we continue together, or right. something different should we take totally should we pivot I think we have kind of pivoted our company many times mm. we started from science clubs teacher training programs uh, we have had TV show books and everything and now we are kind of SaaS platform uh, making it easy to scale and so it's like we have done many many things as well on the along the way even though the core pedagogy is the same and the kids don't see any difference. But that must be one of the reasons because you've tried so many different things that where you are now. Yeah. 
it has had to take those yeah and of course we have the curbles. pandemic we have the yeah. war now and it's also like we have had different markets that also it was huge risk for us that we started focusing mm. on china market and then we had to kind of <laughs> end the whole market uh, because of the many there were many education legislations and stuff so it's like right. you have to sometimes take the risks and if and i just would, go and see yeah, what happens if i would now take the i wouldn't go there now if i know what where the world is now in this situation but but how could you know yeah. the future right? exactly so you just have to go yeah and try well this kind of comes to my <laughs> next question that i keep saying these mantras that show up and stand up and speak out loud and and shine the who you are and share the ideas and experience what you have and support others and have the strength to go through all of these obstacles whatever there are because we have them as a mother as a parent as a colleague as a friend whoever in different different aspects of life but um you have the science there as well and why why do you think that the science is so important to have there in in your business uh to pack you es- up especially like the scientific research even that we have that everything is based on kind of science or mm. science based uh research or scientific research yeah <laughs> um that's super important that we just because well education is actually quite politics it's like every country mm. has their own education politics and everything like that so it's we are not also uh, exporting finnish culture or finnish education as a whole mm. we are exporting the best uh, scientific method that is based on science and the research so it's like we are uh, making something that has evidence we have like four levels so so that you can base on some facts yes exactly so it's not just that we think it's nice we think it's fun or our or we think or it, our users good, right. just say it's nice it's yeah. actually that it is effective it is based on years of academic research that this is the way we should do it so it's also easier to then talk about it it's easier for people to then mm. trust and start using it because they know it's based on uh, scientific research it doesn't matter what industry that is but for that reason yeah i think it mm. it helps a lot and if you don't have the scientific research behind your innovation or something then of course you can try to build that from your use cases and mm. that type of a thing or somebody else would do some kind of a research about your method if that's impactful and actually uh, scientific proven mm. um, but yeah well if we think about cosmetic industry and those type of things it's like totally different things what you yeah. can say also in different countries like Okay, put that cream on, and you would be, you would look like 20 years younger. Is yeah. that scientifically proven, or uh, where that comes from? I see. And I think in Finland we are really like that. We believe that when we say something, so it has to be based on, on scientific yes. research. Yeah. There has to be some whatever research. Yeah, behind. we just yeah. cannot say we are the best unless we actually are based on scientific research, mm. and we can say that uh, this is the best. That, way. That's based in our nationality. Yeah, yeah, it is, but it helps at least for us then that we can actually yeah. say. It's, scientifically proven well it doesn't harm i would think yeah. in any other businesses to have research yeah. behind like, like you said but um i want to touch point also something that you mentioned earlier this imagination and storytelling and the experimental part but what has it done to you as a ceo of having this imagination there around you um 
I would say that it helps also for our team and myself mm. as I'm kind of the artist by heart as well. It's like when you are doing something uh, not like, okay, we have done this 10 years the same time. Mm. Uh, maybe we should think differently. So kind of the imagination of, well, we do a lot of these uh, workshops when we actually, we think like, what, is, what are the craziest things we could come up with? Like, okay. what are the things that, and then we go from there, that we start from the craziest ideas and then think about what we could actually try out. So it's like even start uh, that you are not in a box of thinking mm. things that you actually think beyond. That's really helpful also in a business to make new innovations and creative thinkings. I think uh, that's the only way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's just what I think. And also I, the yeah. storytelling. It's like when every time you are telling your story as a person or what you do or something like, if you can tell a story, that's yeah. much more interesting. I think it goes yeah. beyond your understanding. It kind of yeah. stays there and then you start wondering what if I do that or what if we do that or, yeah. or whatever that goes. So it has helped you it's, to yeah. lead and, and be part of the company. Yeah, of course. And I, I think we should just play more, imagine more and we would get much more uh, impactful companies and innovations. So CEOs, go out and play Yes. with your team or just by yourself. Yeah. But just, just bring that. I think that's very, very interesting part. And I know that there have been some researches about that. And they have, the studies have shown that the more the CEO or the leader of the company does different kind of thing and plays around with different industries in the business, those are the companies that really succeed in different terms and success is whatever it is to any one of us but but you get yeah, more benefits and i think and it's also kind of releases your thinking that you don't have to be perfect mm. that you can be playful you can think beyond it's like you don't have to be in a certain frame or think about things in a certain way that you can really just be open out there and kind of release yourself and your thinking and not be afraid of that you would say something fool or funny. Just, or, just go yeah, out. Wrong. Yeah. Just, just do that. You kind of answered my last question, but I still want to ask this one. Maybe you say something different for the audience and yeah. us to learn. What can we all learn from the kids and education part and, and put into technology in there? Uh, I really would hope we would kind of keep the curiosity we have when we are kids, curiosity about um, mm. new learnings and just in general about life and people also that we are curious about. So every time you are in an event or somewhere, be curious about other people's and you might learn at the same time something new. And speak so, out, yeah. just stand up. Exactly, and, and I, I, would, I hope we would get also more self-confidence and optimistic mm. what we have with young kids that they are quite often super brave of trying new things. And then we kind of, we are pushed when we go to school and business life, we are super afraid or scared of trying new things or stuff that we don't make full our, out of ourselves. So I hope we can get the courage just, from there. Yeah, just just break those boundaries yeah. to be more out there and just try. And take risks. That's, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> and you can Start from small. Yeah. But, but you can take any risks if you are put into the box yep. and, and you are not encouraged to think with the imagination and all that sort of yep. things, just to play around. I like that. Thank you for that. But before we end this, where the audience 
can find you if they want to learn more about your company and what you do or buy your things and, and just talk about it, things with you? Where do they find you? Easiest way, kidescience.com. Uh, or so you can find me from uh, all the social media channels, also Science. So that is the easiest way. And exactly, you can try out either in English or Finnish our platform for free. So just go to kidescience.com. There we go. Go to Science and, and just experience what there is yeah. for adults also. Let's Not play together kids. and explore together. I like that. <laughs> That's a good way to end. Let's explore and play together. Yeah. Well, sorry. Thank you so much for being part of the, the podcast of Channel Business Podcast and to find out the essential parts what education and technology can do for us. So I truly want to thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you.